Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Last Leg. It's been a while, so if you forgot, I'm your host, Alexa McCarthy. This is the week that everything in track and field boils down to, outdoor and even indoor season. This is the top collegiate athletes are making their way to Tracktown, USA, in Eugene, Oregon, for the NCAA Outdoor Nationals. The venue is home to not only one of the most well-known and famous track and field and cross-country teams, the University of Oregon Ducks, but the location of Hayward Field, which is one of the nicest track-only venues in the country, and has hosted a slew of Olympic trials, NCAA championships, and USA championships. Five of MSU's own will make their way to Eugene this week, with the competition running Wednesday through Saturday. First on the roster is Leo O'Connor, who will be competing in the 3,000-meter steeplechase on Wednesday and hopefully in the finals on Friday. She placed first at the regional meet two weekends ago, or two weeks ago, I'm sorry, and is going to, into the national meet ranked number one in the nation, uh, which is, well, pretty amazing, but not shocking coming from an athlete like Leah. But it's going to be a tight field with the top four girls within two seconds of each other, which is nothing less of what you would expect. Uh, I got a chance to talk to her about the race, her season, and also her fellow also her fellow teammates and you can listen to that later in the podcast um and just from experience she's such a great athlete to talk to so focused but also very aware of her surroundings and um the people have helped her to get where she is uh joining her from the distance group is redshirt freshman rachel shoelist who has uh created quite a name for herself this year she's not only breaking school records but this will be her second trip to a national meet this season she went for the 3000 meter uh the indoor nationals earlier this year and will be running in the 5,000-meter race on Saturday this coming weekend. She's going in ranked number 17, um, and similar to the international, she will be the youngest runner in the race. So for her, the most important thing will be holding her own and not being intimidated by the other runners. But, um, I mean, she's gone all the way to nationals, nationals, so I would imagine she can hold her own. She's also one of two Big Ten uh, runners in the race. I also got a chance to talk to her uh, about not only this race, but what's ahead for her in um, her coming seasons. Uh, continuing with the women, so next is Tori Franklin, who is also one of MSU's top athletes and who will be going to Eugene for the third time in her collegiate career. She will be competing Friday in the shuffle jump, and similar to Leah, she's very experienced with, experienced with tough competition. She goes into the meet ranked number two after an amazing comeback at regionals to tie for first place. Tori has experienced her ups and downs this season and has come close to not and came close to not qualifying for the national meet. Um, so she's going in having to work on staying focused and motivated throughout the competition. I also talked to her about her experience at Nationals in the past and what she does to get motivated and get pumped. Uh, and you, after uh, listening to the interview, you uh, definitely come away with us. She's very energetic and definitely a fun interview. So always a pleasure to talk to her. Uh, then we have Kurt Schneider in the decathlon. He's a redshirt senior who has come a long way and is checking off going to Nationals on his list of goals. Uh, he goes in rank number 18. I talked to him a bit, and he said whatever the outcome is, he feels like he accomplished his goals here at MSU and seemed really humble for the experience to be an athlete here. Um, he'll be here for the fall semester is looking to help guide some of the younger athletes who are looking to go into the decathlon. Um, last but not least is Antonio James, who you saw teach me the weight throw earlier in the year um, with our Spartan Playbook session. Uh, he'll be making a return to Eugene for the shot put and the discus. He'll be competing Wednesday through Friday. Um, and like Tori, this is his third trip to Eugene and is a familiar name on the nas Nationals roster. But uh, this is his first time competing in the shot put at the national level. I wasn't able to talk to AJ, but just from experience talking with him before, I would imagine he's looking to use his experience from previous national meets to aid him. Uh, and like Tori, he was able to come back from a deficit at regionals to place 10th. So um, he definitely has the ability to um, come back and stay, stay strong after, even after a deficit. 
Uh, so now a little more about the meet itself. As I said, it's held in Tracktown, USA, better known as Eugene, Oregon, which is the birthplace of Nike and the Nike Running Project, and is very connected to everyone's favorite runner to quote, Steve Prefontaine. I asked each of the athletes a little bit about the environment and what it means to get a chance to run there, but unfortunately I haven't been there yet, so I'll let the athletes give you the rundown on that. Uh, pun was totally unintended. But in order, so in order, you'll hear from Leo Connor, Rachel Shulis, and then Tori Franklin. So make sure to take a listen. You were an indoors, you were doing distance, and now you're doing steeplechase. What got you into steeplechase and why steeple, I guess? Yeah, um, I think a lot of it had to do with um, Coach Strength and him just kind of seeing the potential in me, even when I didn't necessarily see it right away. Um, I'm pretty tall and um, athletic. I did other sports in high school too, and that kind of that kind of takes you know it, steeplechase kind of takes that you know yeah. you have to be able to jump over these barriers and clear the water pit and um, withstand a lot of the the torque um, of lot, jumping. It's a lot more than just running. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. There's a, there's a lot that plays into having a good race. Um, redshirted freshman year, my sophomore year, um, I one big tens in steeple and it was unexpected but that was kind of the turning point in my yeah. running career and I fell in love with steeple because it it gave me a new confidence and, and, a, and a new set of goals and something that I could really like work at so right. yeah I guess um strategy wise obviously it's probably different than just running a mile um and I know past couple of meets you were focusing on um, being stronger at the end is that something you're still going in to this meet with or has that changed yeah no I definitely we want to run our best at the end of, of any race and yeah. so I definitely want to stay focused in the the guts of the race in the mid part um that's that's important too uh but I think that being strong at the end of races is kind of is my strength because I do the mile and I have speed and I and I want to utilize that and so um yeah I'm hoping to to be able to do that at nationals I guess this is this is not your first time at Eugene. What is that? But what is that environment like in racing there? It's amazing. It's <laughs> Tracktown USA, and like yeah. you go, at, you're not going to go anywhere else in the U.S. where people like value track that much. Um, if you walk into a restaurant, typically around here, they'll have posters of the football players or basketball players. You walk into a restaurant in Eugene, and it's the track stars. Yeah. Like that <laughs> is what people really love. And then Hayward Field is huge and full of people and um, everybody is cheering, like, the people from Eugene will cheer for you, oh, yeah. even if they don't know you, just because they love track that much, yeah. and so, it's definitely a different world, um, <laughs> and you it's feel, like <laughs> yeah, it's like a runner's paradise, you just have, you know, there's amazing trails to run on, um, and a lot of people who love running, so yeah. you're really, you're in your element when you're there. One last question, I know you and Rachel have a really great relationship, you know, how has that been, running with her, and kind of getting closer with her, and She's going to Eugene for the first time, so oh, what is that like for you guys? It's awesome. When she made it in, um, I was going crazy watching her <laughs> race at regionals just because I really wanted her to be there with me. She came to Albuquerque with me um, in indoor for the NCAA right. meet there, and that was a blast. And having her to confide in and to run with and to just not have to do every run when you're out in an unfamiliar place yeah. alone, I mean, that's that's so valuable and and she um, has become one of my really good friends and this year especially I feel like has really started to develop as as an elite athlete and 
in cross country in the fall, she started to do something that kind of stirred the pot on our team. She would kind of push the pace a little bit in some of our workouts and our runs, and it made a lot of people uncomfortable. But I, I kind of realized that like this girl figured something out. You know, mm -hmm. she didn't just accept the fact that that was the pace that we ran. She kind of saw the potential in, in yeah. our ability as a team to get faster. And so just talking to her and working with her and having a good relationship with her um, and ha being able to forward that to the rest of the team, mm -hmm. like it's made us so much better. So um, she's young and she's definitely got a huge career ahead of her, but she's already accomplished a lot of things that I don't even know if she'd give herself credit for. So sweet. Um, and I'm, I'm honored to be her teammate, honestly. Awesome. Well, I guess yeah. that, that's good. That's a good <laughs> ending. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, have a wonderful time in Eugene. Good luck. Thank you. Okay, so you're running the 5,000, which is different than you raced in indoor. Yeah. What is that? What is that like? The shift, like, how is it different? It's a little longer, but I mean, they're both long races, so it's not a huge difference, but just a little longer. Um, so in that type of race, you have to, because do you think it's planned differently, strategy-wise? Um, yeah, I mean, just a little bit. It's kind of like with every race you, ha uh, race, you have the same approach, kind of like think about your problem areas and when you're going to go. and you know, all the scenarios that could happen, but yeah, it's not a huge difference. I guess for you, are there just certain things you focus on every race that you know, oh, I'm going to struggle with this, or like, I know this is going to happen? I know like at the finish, I need to work on being strong every race. I kind of get tired and mm -hmm. just, my, I know the point where it comes to like, right. okay, do I want to push through this or, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess, what is it like going to your second, it's your second national meet mm -hmm. in track in one year? Um, is that overwhelming? I mean, how do you handle? Yeah, I mean, it's not a pressure. It's just like like a privilege. Like I'm so grateful. And the first nationals, I did not expect at all. And then the yeah. second nationals, I was kind of like, okay, I know I can do it. So it's that. I guess there was a little pressure on myself to like make it, um, even though I know there shouldn't have been. But yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Because I know I talked to you before going. I guess before the Big Ten meet, and you were like, well, I could go to nationals if I did. It'd be great. I mean, were you more focused for that outdoor to get to nationals? Um, yeah, I mean, I season started later for indoor, um, outdoor because I was like kind of uh, at iron deficiency in the right, beginning. So yeah. I was trying to like, I really wanted to make it because I missed so much at the beginning of the season. I was like, at least I want to be in the end, you know, mm -hmm. when it counts. And um, it was definitely a focus because I knew I could do it. So it was just a goal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, iron deficiency is definitely something that a lot of girl runners deal with. I know I, did, I dealt with it when I was in high school. Um, was that like something that was a surprise to you or? Yeah, I definitely had to work through it, look at diets to see some things I have to make changes to. And, um, but I made the changes, and so it's helped me, so yeah. it's a good thing. Is this your first time going to Eugene, yeah. Oregon? Oregon at all, yeah. So what's, I mean, obviously that's a very storied um, running location. Okay. Obviously you're probably pretty excited. I'm so excited. It's like a dream. Like, I'm on cloud nine. I can't not wait. I love running and runners and everything running, so to yeah. be surrounded by it and track town USA is kind of like, Oh my gosh, nothing more I could ask for. It's like a dream. I think it's like every everybody who decently runs, it's their dream. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Have a wonderful time in Oregon and best of luck. Thank you too. Here with Tori Franklin. So obviously 
you're going for the triple jump. So the last time we talked to you, you were kind of getting over an injury. Yeah. Obviously, you're fully recovered. You're going to Big Tens, not you know, not really sure what was gonna happen. Yeah. How has that been since Big Tens? How is it get, getting over that pump? Um, since my injury, it's been a slow progression to getting back to where I've been. Like each meet, I would jump a little bit better. Not obviously where I would have liked to be, but you know, you gotta take the small things. And so uh, it's just been a process of staying positive and knowing that it'll come with time and that, you know, it's not that I suck, it's just, you know, I've yeah. been hurt. Yeah. And so it's, for an athlete, it's, it's hard to remember that sometimes. So at the last, uh, in Jacksonville, you know, you went, you went from 13th to second, or mm -hmm. first, tied for first. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from what I hear, the team really rallied around you. What was, I mean, what was that like? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so nerve-wracking. Oh, my goodness. It was emotional. Um, well, I didn't really go into the meet 100% uh, mentally prepared. Mm -hmm. I was just like, 12 spaces to nationals, you know, that's plenty of room. Whatever. <laughs> you know? And, you know, and then it turns out, you know, 12 wasn't enough at first. <laughs> Good, great logic. There. <laughs> yeah. And so I was trying, while competing, I was trying to, like, get myself back up and muster up the, like, the earnest. Yeah. And so um, my teammate, um, they were up by the fence and screaming at me, like, let's go, Tori. Come on. Blah, blah, blah. And just being, like, loud and obnoxious. And it was awesome. Yeah. And so, yeah. And, um. Yeah, obviously it worked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And the, the rest is history. Mm -hmm. So I mean, the thing is, though, this you know this coming meet, they're not going to be there. I mean, yeah. what do you? I mean, in those situations, you know, you kind of have to muster up the courage by yourself. What happens with that? What do you do? Well, I think this time I'm I'm definitely going to go in it with a different mind state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> number one. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I got back, you know, I I made. I decorated my um my whiteboard with a whole bunch of motivational stuff and every day I've been like, Aww. you know, this practice is important yeah. and I've been practicing the phases in my mind, you know, I'm going in to nationals a hundred percent ready to win. That's and so awesome. it's not over until I win. <laughs> and then that's what I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Did you always like, I mean, is this like your, uh, like, do you listen to these on your iPod and stuff like that before the meet? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like your ritual? Yep. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Some people are like, I don't have a ritual, but you have an intense, I have, yeah. like, motivating <laughs> one. Which, yeah. Like, so after all that, I'm sure you're left wondering, what exactly does Coach Drenth think of all this? Well, as usual, he's cool as a cucumber. He knows that these athletes have experience at high competition levels and, you know, they're there for a reason. So with that, I wish them all the best, and with some luck, I'll be uh, staying up to date on all of the news coming out of Eugene, and we'll be providing some updates over the weekend of how our MSU athletes are doing. With that, you know, this is the end of track and field season, so this will be my last podcast involving MSU track and field for a while. Um, I will be back at various times throughout the summer to cover some various running topics, um, but we'll be also be back in the fall to cover MSU cross country, and I look forward to that. Um, with that, stay up to date on all MSU sports and Detroit sports, and like MSU Impact Sports on Facebook, you can follow us on Twitter, you can follow us on Instagram, we're all over the place. So anyway, I hope you all are having an amazing summer, and it's uh, been good to be back. And so I'm Alexa McCarthy for The Last Leg and for Impact Sports.